ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined as always by a man who's got a whole hell of a lot of cash in the bag. It's Captain Tips. I don't trust banks, Sills. Don't ever trust them. That is right, because we are on the way to what is one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year, Cash in the Bag. And last week, you made a historic announcement that we're not going to have one Cash in the Bag match. Not two, but three Cash in the Bag ladder matches. Tag teams, women's singles, they're all fighting for those briefcases. Exactly, Sills. It is going to be a knockdown drag out to the finish. We're going to have three cash in the bag briefcase holders by the time this pay-per-view is done. And we might even have a few championships change hands. That is right, Tibbs. Of course, last week we found out our first championship and match announced as the Dylan takes on Robert Hill in what is absolutely set to be a dream match. And in fact, the Lord of the Smart Side, the technical spectacle himself, the Dylan, will be here in our main event to discuss this upcoming dream match. But before we get to that, we got to get to this opening bout, a qualifying match for the Women's Championship Cash in the Bag ladder match. And Tibbs, if you want to build a stacked match, we got two big competitors right here in the form of Janie Hooves and Emily Ireland, both former JXT Women's Champions. Absolutely, Sills. We got to bring in all the talent that we can from JXT. Janie Hoos and Emily Ireland, they both had their own story careers in JXT, and now they're up here fighting for this chance to get their cash in the back. That's right, and the bell goes ringing. See both of these competitors circling each other. Now, Tibbs, I got to ask you, who do you got to give the advantage to in this match? Emily Ireland, Jamie, Janie Hoops, they're both former champions, but let's not forget, they also had a big fight out of the lower card to get to that spot. Absolutely, Sills. Both of these women known as underdogs in their division originally. But Emily Ireland, Emily Ireland broke through that ceiling in a way that Janie Hoos never could. And some are saying that this is Janie Hoos' possibly last chance. That's right. And ooh, well, it looks like Janie Hoos not wasting any time with the technical wrestling, just dropping Emily with a drop kick. But oh, Emily returns with a kip up, ducking a clothesline and hitting a big drop kick of her own. Both of these women are fighters, Tibbs, and they are putting their fight to good use tonight. Absolutely. They know what's at stake here tonight, Sills, and it is cash in the bag glory. That's right, you see Emily trying to drag uh, Janie back to her feet, but oh my god, Janie just bulldogging Emily into the turnbuckle using that shoulder and just ramming it into the ribs over and over again before proceeding to just stomp a proverbial mud hole in the former JXT Women's Champion. And you can see that Janie Hooves is starting to feel that fire, but oh, Emily with a big Luthes press just starts to rain shots down onto the face of J.D. Hooves and Tibbs. Let me tell you something. I'll be honest. At this point in the match, usually I got a feeling of where the match is going. Usually I got a feeling of who's going to be the winner. But right now, these women have been so evenly matched that I, I got no idea. I don't know, Sills, and that is the thing about this competition. It is where you can show your stuff, as it were. And I think that uh, J.D. Hooves and Emily Ireland, they both know that they're going to have to go all out. And they are almost evenly matched. 
That's right, but it looks like Emily may be trying to go all out right now. We have seen this put to use in the past. The move that won her the JXT Women's Championship, that vicious stomp parade, just grabbing Janie by the arms and stomping away on the midsection before, oh, just stomping her to the mat. Oh, but Tibbs, it looks like Emily is not done. She is not done. She's got her up going for the blue bomber. But no, Janie. Janie grabs onto the top turnbuckle and escapes before, oh, hitting a beautiful cross body from out of nowhere. Holds on for the pin. One, two. Oh, last minute kicking out is Emily Ireland. Oh, so that was by the skin of her teeth right there. That's right, but right now you can see Emily in her crosshairs. She has got her up, and Tibbs, I think it might be time to ghost ride the whip. Oh, that beautiful flying DDT straight down into the mat. Covers for the pinfall. One, two, three. Barely kicking up the last minute is Emily Ireland. Tibbs, I didn't think she had that one. No, not at all, Sills. That has got to be very frustrating for Chaney Hoos right there. That's right, and it looks like Emily not out of the woods yet, though. Janie backing up, might be looking for another running knee strike, but no, Emily dodges into a massive lariat, then a second, and a beautiful super kick, sending Janie to the mat. Emily coming back like a house of fire. Of course, you know she adopted that super kick as a tribute to her husband, Scotty Moore, the captain's champion, a man who likes to incorporate that super kick maneuver in his moveset, but Tibbs, Andrew Interestingly enough, Scotty Moore, captain's champion, not accompanying his wife to ringside tonight. Do you have any intel on that? Honestly, Sills, I don't know. We do know that Scotty Moore is here tonight, and he normally likes to accompany, accompany Emily down to the ring during her matches, but he is nowhere to be seen. Well, it looks like Emily doesn't give a damn about that because she is worried about the fight as she's got her up on the shoulders. Blue Bomber, center of the ring, holds up for the pin. One, two, two. Janie barely kicking out, but you can see the wear and tear starting to grow on Janie's face and tips. It looks like Emily is seeing it and wants to take advantage. It looks like it, Sills. You can see that took almost the last bit of Janie Hoos' energy just to manage that kick out. That's right, but Emily going to that top rope might be looking for that Phoenix Splash maneuver she likes to employ, but what the hell? Janie! Janie jumps up back to her feet and she just jumped up onto that top rope like it was nothing and now both of these women are just dueling it out five feet above the mat and Tibbs, you know this will not end well for someone. Not at all, Sills. I was not expecting Janie Hoos to pull that kind of energy out of nowhere and to manage an amazing leap like that. Ah, oh, but it looks like she's about to manage something even better because she's locked it in on the top rope. She's locked her in. Ghost Ride the Whip. DDT off the top rope. Falls into the pinfall. One, two, three. And just like that, Tibbs, Janie Hooves advancing towards cash in the back and perhaps her chance at getting championship gold once again. But you can't take away the fight and the fire that Emily brought to that match. Of course not, Sylves. It took Janie Hooves and Emily Ireland to their limits. And if not for that last minute burst of energy from Janie Hooves, I think this would have gone in a different direction.
That's right. Well, hold on. Actually, backstage, I'm being told one of our top interviewers has tracked down Scotty Moore and has got some questions for him regarding why he was not at ringside for his wife's match. Why don't we go down and hear what Scotty's got to say? Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald backstage here with the JWF Captain's Champion, Scotty Moore. Now, Scotty, your wife just came up in a losing effort against Janie Hooves in a cash-in-the-bag qualifying match. Is there any reason why you weren't out there to second Emily? My wife can handle herself. That's a fact. She doesn't need me at ringside, and I don't need her. Besides, Emily already has a far more important match to get ready for because she's going to get an opportunity to take back what she never truly deserved to lose, the JXT Women's Championship. That's right, McDonald. Here's a little scoop for you. In just a few short weeks, the night before cash in the bag, JXT is going to be holding money in the dank. Our next great probably pay-per-view and on that night mark my words emily ireland will reclaim her jxt women's championship and make history but as for me i'm focused on making my own history i'm focused on writing my own story and right now i find myself at a crossroads i can stay here in the mid card and work with these men that i consider future hall of famers or i can blaze my own path because last year the Dylan the new number one contender he stood in that ring with this belt and he and he proclaimed that this the captain's championship this belt was the real world's title and over the course of that year Dylan did everything in his power to prove that statement right and now I'm gonna do the exact same damn Thing because this belt over my shoulder finally has a champion that the world can be proud of. This belt, the captain's championship, is the belt of the workhorses. The belt of the men that come into this arena every single week and tear the house down, whether there are 6,000 people in attendance or just six. This belt represents excellence in every single way. And I'm going to prove it. Well, Tim Scotty Moore making it clear right now. He is focused on his captain's championship reign and making it count. Of course, we remember last championship reign he held was, of course, with the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. Many people said he squandered his opportunity to have it, that he spent his days partying around, and that was what contributed to such a short title reign. And it looks like Scotty is not making that same mistake twice. Well, Sills, that's a good thing to hear, especially because he is the captain's champion and Scotty Moore is right that is the championship of the workhorse that is the championship of the person that puts in the most pound for pound work in this company and he's gonna have a hell of a lot to prove that is right but speaking of some people who many people said pissed away their championship reigns why don't we talk about the men in this next match bananas in pajamas taking on the black death for entry into the cash in the bag ladder match and we know the history that bananas and pajamas have with that ladder match of course sills that is how they won they won cash in the bag last year for the tag team cash in the bag uh, opportunity they cashed in on the former tag team champions of the rising suns 
on the day that they should have been granted one of the greatest achievements when they won a Tibby Award and took those championships away from them. I can see you're still very upset about it. Yes! Well, hopefully the uh, Black Death, the team of Bacula and Uncle Muerto are coming to fight and might be uh, preventing a repeat from happening this year. And the bell goes ding. And ooh, looks like Bacula starting things off going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Joey Pajamas. And Tibbs, look, Joey Pajamas, he's a big boy. He is a thick with a three C's boy. But Bacula is just towering over him. But oh, but wait a minute, Joey, Joey calling for a test of strength. Well, what the hell? I don't know, Sills. It looks like Joey wants to prove that he's the strongest dog in the yard. Yeah, well, he is going against a dog that is twice his size. Don't know if it'll turn out well for him, but oh, look at this. Looks like he is actually beginning to overpower Bacula, but oh, Bacchi immediately fighting back and just taking Joey to the bat. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. Bacula, he is a guy that, in my opinion, does not get enough respect in my book, and he is showing right now why he deserves that respect. Absolutely, Sills. You, you underestimated just how quickly paced Bacula's style is for a guy as strong and as tall as Bacula. That's right. I mean, let's not forget he was a former JXT Tag Team Champion alongside the Jebedook, one of the men in the singles tag team match that is uh, the singles cash in the bag match that is going to be happening at the very same pay-per-view. So, you know, he may be looking for a reunion, but... I've got to say, he may have lost Jebedook, but he found one hell of a dancing partner in Uncle Muerto. That figure standing in that corner just looking. Tibbs, I'll be honest with you, scary as all hell. Absolutely, Silves. He, Uncle Muerto could kill with a stare. There is a reason that he is called, literally called Uncle Death. That is, that is his name. That's right. Meanwhile, back in the ring, you see Bacula just working over that arm of Joey before, oh my God, look at that, hyper extending that arm and it's allowing him to pick up Joey and just slam him to the mat. But unfortunately, that big throw is allowing Joey to scramble in his corner and tag in his partner, Johnny, coming in like a house of fire. Oh, wait, goes for a clothesline. Is Bacula hits the rope. Wait, what the hell? Tim's Joey just grabbed Bacula by the leg and it allowed Johnny to hit a massive drop kick, just leveling the mass man. And this is ridiculous. Joey just interfered. Is that bananas in pajamas bullshit again, Sills? What are the, the, the he is not in the match right now. He should not have the ability to interfere like that. And now he's turned the tables just like that. That's right, center of the ring, Johnny just pummeling the living hell out of Bacula Tibbs. This is that new violent attitude that allowed Bananas and Pajamas to unfortunately hold the JF JWF Tag Championships multiple times, and they are putting it to good use right now. Johnny tagging in Joey as they whip Bacula off the ropes and, ooh, just drop him with a massive flapjack, dropping him neck first down onto the ropes, and that could choke a man up in an instant. Absolutely, Sills. That'll have you gasping for air for minutes. That could take you out of the match. Uh-huh. You know, unfortunately, you can see Joey has got Bacula in his sights looking for that massive leg lariat. But no, Bacula catches him. He's got him up on his shoulders. And Tibbs, look at the strength of Bacula just being able to parade around with Joey Pajamas up on his shoulders. And he has walked all the way over to his tag partner, tagging in Uncle Muerto, who climbs up onto the top rope. Doomsday device on Joey going for the pin. Fall. One, two, three. That's... Wait, wait, what the hell? Hey. Johnny! 
Johnny Bananas! Johnny Bananas just dragged the referee out of the ring! This is ridiculous! How dare you manhandle Shibata like this? He is the official! That should have been a three count! Uh-huh, and it looks like Bacula agrees with us as he just, ooh, rushes and hits a beautiful plancha on Johnny on the outside. Absolutely wiping out the former tag team champion. And now Tibbs, the Black Death, get to do what they do best, and that is destroy. I mean, Tibbs, let's not forget, these two men were never supposed to be a tag team. These two men were part of two completely separate tag teams. Of course, the brothers-in-law featuring Papa Bliss and uh, one of the men in the singles cash in the bag match and Uncle Muerto. Meanwhile, Jebaduk teams up with Bakula. Both these men lose tag partners, put them together, and apparently they are two great tastes that taste better together. Absolutely, Sills. It was a complete twist of fate to put those two together, but they work together so well. You'd never expect it. That's right, but wait a minute, Tibbs. Look at the center of the ring. Bacula with a massive super kick to Joey Pajamas, who just sends him straight into the arms of Uncle Muerto, who picks him up, looking for the Death Wish powerbomb. But no, my God, Joey actually raking the eyes of Uncle Muerto, who falls back into the corner. And Tibbs, it allows Joey to tag in Johnny. Joey just tagged out. Joey just tagged out, but Muerto oh, doesn't see it. Oh uh, my god, he just hit the death wish, but he hit Bacula with Joey. And Johnny takes the momentum, takes the momentum. He's rolled him up. One, two, three, son of a bitch. God damn it. Well, Tibbs, after what was a, I will say, a cleverly earned victory, Bananas and Pajamas appear to be moving on to cash in the bag and maybe to repeat history as much as we'd hate to see it. Now, Sills, I know you're doing your job. You're trying to make the most objective reasoned decisions and talk about everything diplomatically, but that was bullshit. That is right. I mean, that momentary blindness of Uncle Muerto just went into a rage, tossed Johnny is straight into his own tag team partner, wiping out Joey and Bacula, and it just allowed Johnny at the last minute to get that sneak roll-up, earning them the victory. But you can see Bananas and Pajamas still celebrating in the ring, and Tibbs, I hate to say it, but I gotta go to the ring and get to an interview with these, with these men. Good luck. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm standing here with the first entrance into the JWF Tag Team Cash in the Bag ladder match. Bananas in... Woo! Yeah, that's right, baby! Yeah, baby! Oh. Ooh, ooh, we're about to do it to him two times! Two Listen, times. two times! Two, two, two times. times! Two times! Two Double! Dumero! Dos Uncle Muerto! Right foot, let's stop! Bah. Right foot, left stop. Bah, bah, bah. And oh. then we're going to get back the titles that we never truly lost. The Tag Team Championships. Because here's the thing. When it was Mooks, the Roanoke boys. Yeah, yeah. They're a flash in the pan. They're the flavor of the week. 
They're here today and gone tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know why that is? Do you know why that is? Because those what? two mooks have already shown that they ain't a real tag team. They ain't oh. real brothers like me and Johnny ah. here. They're a couple of <laughs> singles wrestlers with their own goals and their own ambitions. And the minute their goals clash, what? They out of here! Unlike me and Johnny here, because you see, we ain't here to be singles wrestlers. We ain't here to be anything other than what we are. And that means while guys like the Roanoke Boys or the Rising Suns come and go, BNP is forever! And at Cash in the Bag, we're going to do exactly what we did last year. Climb that ladder, grab the briefcase, party all night long with the babies, and the then babies. become the first ever three-time JWF Tag Team Champions, baby. And then we're going to party with more of the babies and more of the vodka. He take a whiskey drink. He take a vodka drink. drink. Take, take the what bananas he do? all you night long, You can knock the bananas down, but they get back up again. All right, Tibbs, I'm, I'm actually going to sneak away. I'm going to sneak back to the booth and hope they just they don't realize there's not a microphone in front of them anymore. Yeah, they're, they're still doing it, Sills. You're going to have to hurry. They're still all oh, Sills. They're coming. Oh, no, 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 they're no, gone. Tibbs, they're gone. They're gone. Uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, bananas and pajamas with an emphatic declaration that they intend to continue to torture us for yet another year. Son of a bitch. <sighs> but one man who is certainly looking to change things in the JWF is none other than the number one contender himself, the Dylan, a man who since the birth of JWF Ignition has been unpinned has been unsubmitted no one has been able to get one over on the dylan but to be fair that the same could also be said of our jwf champion himself robert hill absolutely sills unpinned unsubmitted both of them for god knows how long that is right but the technical spectacle has returned to the ring he is here in our main event and i'm sure he has got one hell of a message for robert hill let's have a listen now, Cash in the Bag is coming up soon, and as you know, it's a very historic pay-per-view. A lot of history is made, a lot of stories of greatness start there. When someone climbs the ladder, grabs down the bag, and cements themselves in history as one of the holders of the golden ticket in the JWF, number of champions have held the cash in the bag, and that is, for the longest time, the main attraction of this pay-per-view. Who will get the golden ticket? Who will all but guarantee themselves as being a JWF champion within the next year? But this year, I contend, no, I assert that the true attraction, the true main event, is me against Robert Hill. See, now 
It's going to be unpinned versus unpinned, unsubmitted versus unsubmitted, and we will see who finally reigns at the top of the JWF. No, I'm not going to stand here and say that Robert Hill is a is a slouch, that he's some paper champion. No, no, no. He earned what he has, which is a hell of a lot more than I can say for a lot of people in this company. I respect what Robert Hill has accomplished, but that does not mean I am afraid of Robert Hill, just like I know he's not afraid of me. See, we're going to stand toe-to-toe across from each other in this ring in a few days' time, and then we're going to look each other in the eyes, and we're going to find out who is better. Now, I know the answer to that question, because I know what it takes to be a champion in this company. I am the one that beat Nomoa Curry. I ended the reign of the Great One. I retired the Great One before he decided to slither back here. And on that night, when my world is watching, when the biggest main event is going on, I will once again take back the JWF championship. I will reassert that I am the greatest in this sport and the best in this company. I will stand on top of the mountain looking down and you will all look up at me and know that the Dylan is the man, that the Dylan is a god of wrestling. Well, Tibbs, if there was ever one thing that Dylan wasn't missing, it is certainly confidence. That man goes into every match knowing that he is going to be victorious. But hey, if Robert Hill is anything, he is one man to end a confidence streak. That is very true, Sills. We have seen it before, and are we going to see it again? Ah, well, who knows? You're going to have to tune into Cash in the Bag in just a few short weeks. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, we have got Barn Burner after Barn Burner coming to you in our qualifying matches for the Cash in the Bag ladder match. Next week, we are going to see the high-flying Luchadora Skilla taking on the veteran Rogue in what is going to be an absolute clash of styles. Of course, Sills, it is going to be cannot miss action once again. That's right. In addition, we are going to hear for the first time the Jebedook speak and what he thinks about his upcoming match at Cash in the Bag. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. I have seen that face a million times and I got no idea what voice is going to come out of it. I'm scared. That is right, Tibbs. But until next time, remember to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up merchandise for your favorite superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Please go buy. I need more money for beer. But until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon, and this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.